The views and opinions on Pipe Bomb Radio are of the cast and crew only. Due to the graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. Now, one of you assholes start this show. Here we go. Three, two, one, and relax. Relax! Yes, I said part three, 50 years of metal from 68 to 2017. And let me tell you, folks, this one here, yes, it might have some more multiple offenders on the list, but it is a banger of the middle of the five-part series. I am your host, the master of mayhem, Ricky Litwinkowicz, and I'm going to tell you that uh, we have some doozies on this one, some decently long tracks. And I'm just going to get to it because there is a lot more to cover within the next two episodes after this. Starting off in 1988, we have Metallica with one. And it's obviously done by Metallica, released as the third and final single from the band's fourth studio album and Justice for All. Written by band members Hetfield and Ulrich. The song portrays a World War I soldier who's severely wounded, arms, legs, and jaw blown off by a landmine, blind and unable to speak or move, begging God to take his life. In the music video, attempting to communicate with the hospital staff, he jolts his bed, spelling kill me in Morse code. Production of the song was done by the band along Fleming Rasmussen, the producer. The song was the band's first chart to land in the U.S., reaching number 35 on the Billboard Hot 100, and also was a number one hit in Finland. This is Metallica with one from 1988. It's Pipe Bomb Metallic NYC.
of pressure and you're listening to Pie Bomb Radio in New York City. It's not just a name, it's an attitude. 
Pipe Bomb Metallic NYC being presented to you by Pipe Bomb Radio NYC. That was Metallica with one from 1988. And next up on the show, we have another lovely group. They're called Motley Crue. The track from 1989, Dr. Feelgood. And it is off the self-entitled album, Dr. Feelgood, which is the fifth studio album by Motley Crue, released in August 28th of 1989. Dr. Feelgood topped the Billboard 200 chart, making it the band's only album to claim this position. It was the first album Motley Crue recorded after their quest for sobriety and rehab in 1989. In addition to being Motley Crue's best-selling album, it is highly regarded by music critics and fans as the band's best studio album. This was also the band's last album to be recorded with lead singer Vince Neil until the 1997 album Generation Swine. Here is Motley Crue with Dr. Feelgood from 1989 on Pipe Bomb Metallic NYC.
This is Bogdan, lead singer from Robots and Gods, and you're listening to Pipe Bomb Radio. Rock on! Molly Crew with Dr. Feelgood from 1989. And we come up to another banger. This is an all-time banger. This has been played in every sports arena known to man. The track in question, you ask? 1990s ACDC's Thunderstruck. And it's the lead single from the 1990 album The Razor's Edge. It peaked at number four on the Australian ARIA singles chart, number one in Finland, and number five on the Billboard album rock tracks chart. A little bit of a quote from fellow band member Angus Young. It started off from a little trick I had on a guitar. I played it to Mal and he said, oh, I've got a good rhythm idea and we'll sit well in the back. We built a song up from that. We fiddled about with it for a few months before everything fell into place. Lyrically, it was really just a case of finding a good title. We came up with this thunder thing based on our favorite childhood toy, Thunderstreak, and it seemed to have a good ring to it. ACDC equals power. That's the basic idea. Here is ACDC with Thunderstruck. 50 years of metal from 68 to 2017 here on Pipe Bomb Metallic NYC.
Machete don't text, but Machete listens to Pipe Bomb Radio NYC on Mixcloud.com. Ah, yes, Mixcloud. And Mixcloud has made the second part of this five-part series number six on their top 100 list. Yeah, I could say that. You know, it was, when I released it, number seven. Now it's number six, which uh, I'm going to say is highly proclaimed for this show. And thanks to everybody that has contributed to that. That that track, by the way, was uh, Thunderstruck by ACDC from 1990. And now we're going to move to 1991. Now, I said there were repeat offenders on this list. Here is the first of them. I think the only repeat offender on this one. And it just so happens to be Metallica again with Enter Sandman. Now, I'm going to give you out some tidbits longer than probably any other one because this one here has a lot of interesting facts that maybe a lot of people don't know. Enter Sandman has been played in almost every Metallica live performance since its release. Oh, excuse me. In 1991. The song was also used by a NASA Mission Control Capcom B. Alvin Drew to wake up space shuttle astronauts aboard the STS-123. The song was selected for mission specialist Robert R. Benkin by his fiancée. Mariano Rivera from the New York Yankees had this song routinely played as his entrance music, and Rivera had also revered himself, nicknamed as the Sandman. Enter Sandman was also used in a polka melody, Polka Your Eyes Out by Weird Al Yankovic in 1992 on the album Off the Deep End. The song was also sampled by British electronic duo Utah Saints and American rapper Chuck D on their track to Power to the Beats. It was the first time that Metallica had cleared a sample of one of their songs ever. Here is Enter Sandman by Metallica, 1991, here on Pipe Bomb Metallic, NYC.
Hello, people in New York and around the world. This is Pablo from Clay Soldiers, and you are listening to Pine Pong Radio New York City, where the rock is alive. Hi, Bob Metallic NYC. That was Enter Sandman from 1991. And the next one here, I'm giving you pre warning on this, okay? There will be vulgarity used because it's from Pantera, 1992, the track Walk. Again, preemptive warning, there will be vulgarity used. The riff for Walk is played in a time signature of 12-8. Dimebag Daryl, may he rest in peace. I really miss that motherfucker played the riff at a sound check during a tour for the Cowboys of Hell tour, and the rest of the band loved it. Vocalist Phil Anselmo said that the message of the song was, take your fucking attitude and take a fucking walk with that. Keep that shit away from me. His message was aimed at friends that treated the band differently when they arrived home after touring from the Cowboys from Hell. He said they thought it had gone to our heads and we've got like this rock star thing embroidered across our faces. Well, I hope I got my fucking point across. Here is Pantera with Walk. 50 years of metal. The year now that we're talking about? 1992. Here on Pipe Bomb Metallic NYC. <laughs> Thank you. 
is Ricardo Margadona and Rebecca Riss, and you are listening to Pipe Bomb Radio. Pipe Bomb Radio presents Pipe Bomb Metallic NYC, the 50th anniversary of metal, which started in 68 and officially was 50 in 2017. That was Pantera with Walk. Now, we're kind of getting down to the nitty-gritty. We still got a few more tracks to go. This is a little bit of a longer show than normal, so I'm just going to get to it. The next band up on the list just so happens to be from 1993, and it is Sepultura, the track Refuse Slash Resist. And it was the fourth single released in 1993. The song was also included as a single off the album Chaos A.D., which is one of the band's best-known songs and remains a concert staple till this day. The music video, which was filmed for the single, featured the band playing live at a festival intercut with footage of rioting and general unrest. The video can actually be found on something called a VHS, called the Third World Chaos, which was later then released on DVD and part of the Chaos DVDs. The intro to the song is the heartbeat of Max Cavalera's then-unborn first son, Zion. The song is also notable for having a 20-second growl at the end. It also appears in live form on the band's live releases Under a Pale Gray Sky and Live in Sao Paulo. Here is Sepultura with Refuse and Resist here on Pipe Bomb Metallic NYC, the year 1993.
Sophia from Call of Sirens, and you are listening to Pipe Bomb Radio NYC. Sepultura Refuse and Resist from 1993 here on the 50-year anniversary of metal. Once again, just rebooting an old setup that we used to have. And actually, this episode actually was never recorded. The first two were recorded. We just rebranded them and rebooted them. And now they're the tops on Mixcloud's uh, listings in the top 100. Go figure that shit out. Next up on the show, we have from 1994, corn. Yes, the vegetable. No, I'm not talking about the vegetable. I'm talking about the band corn. And I'm going to tell you here, this one here is a very little bit of a more integral thing than anybody has really known. Blind, which is the track we're going to play, was written by Jonathan Davis while he was in the band Sex Art before he left to join Korn. Korn's contribution came only once they re-recorded the song for their debut album 19, in 1994. Even though the song was completed by Sex Art, Korn added an extended song intro, which is a faster version of Primus's Too Many Puppies intro, utilizing drum cymbals and added a small bass line. Their addition acted as an intro that led it into the original intro composed by Sex Art. Also, Korn had applied a small musical change away from the version of Sex Arts, which landed them under the vocal chorus of I'm So Blind lyric. That change didn't happen until the Korn LP was recorded. Sex Arts' original music piece was presented on Korn's demo, Niedermeyer's Mind, in 1993. Korn had also tailored the song ending, being the bass coda at the end of the song that quoted Cypress Hill's Lick a Shot. Here is Blind by Korn from 1994 here on Pipe Bomb Metallic NYC.
Born with Blind from 1994, we've got three tracks to go. Yeah, three tracks to go. Next up on the show, we have from 1995, White Zombie, the track More Human Than Human. And it is from their album Astro Creep 2000, released as the first official single from the album and is also included on Rob Zombie's Past, Present, and Future, the greatest hits album, The Best of Rob Zombie, and is a remix included on Super Sexy Swingin' Sounds and Revolutions. The title and lyrics reference the novel Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep by Philip K. Dick, adapted in the film as Blade Runner. The title was the slogan of the Tyrell Corporation manufacturers of the very human form biological androids or replicants that are the focal point of the story. Well, I bet you you didn't know that. Here is White Zombie with More Human Than Human on Pipe Bomb Metallic NYC. Ah, 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 ah,
This is Nick from Crossover, and you're listening to Pipe Bomb Radio NYC. White zombie, more human than human. We have two tracks to go. Yeah, I know. You're tired of hearing my voice. The music is so much better than my voice. But I still have information to give you. So you're going to have to hear me at least for another uh, few more that we have left of the series of 50 years of metal. Second to last track on the show. It is from 1996. And it is Marilyn Manson with The Beautiful People. Yeah. That's kind of crazy in a way that we have Marilyn Manson this early on the listings. But it is The Beautiful People. And the title of the song comes from Marilyn Bender's 1967 book, The Beautiful People, which exposed the world of scandal within the jet-set lifestyle of the 1960s and the culture of beauty as it pertained to fashion and politics. In the context of the album's concept, the song refers to the privileged cast of elites whom titular character, a populist demogue called Antichrist Superstar, Fulminate against lyrically, it discusses what Manson refers to as the culture of beauty. Here is Marilyn Manson with The Beautiful People. And when we come back, we're going to close out part three of the five-part series of 50 Years of Metal.
Hey, this is Lynn from Sound Machine FM, and you're listening to Pipe Bomb Radio NYC. Pipe Bomb Metallic NYC, as we close out part three of the five-part series of the 50 years of metal from 68 to 2017, my God, The Beautiful People by Marilyn Manson. And we're going to finish out the show with probably, well, I've seen this act tremendously put on a show. And it just so happens to be some Rammstein, the track Du Hast from 1997. Now, there are two versions of Du Hast. The original version completely in German and there is an actual second version of it, partially in English, which is found on special editions of the Sinhoist album. And in the second version, the first chorus and the verses are in English, and the last chorus is in German. The, er- the English lyrics are not a direct translation of the German spoken, but the original lyrics take advantage of the pair of German homophones when conjugated in the second-person singular form. For example, the word you, the verbs haben, to have, hasen, to hate, become respectively du hast and du hast, which sound identical. That's a little bit too much of an English lesson for me today, but we are going to finish out the show with du hast. Thank you for everybody that has tuned in to the episodes of Pipe Bomb Metallic NYC. Proud to know that one of our shows has hit number six on the alternative metal list on Mixcloud. Again, thank you to everybody for that. But make sure you tune in. Episode four coming soon. This episode being recorded on December 15th, 2023. I am your host, the master of mayhem, Ricky Litwinkowicz. And we will catch you on the flip side till the next episode of Pipe Bomb Metallic NYC. Du hast mich gefragt, du hast mich gefragt, du hast mich gefragt.